Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Well, hello and welcome. As the nice lady said, you are listening to Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier. And today we're going to talk about losing a, uh, a futurist, a very famous futurist that just passed away. Uh, we'll talk about social media laws for minors about time. And we're going to find out Marsha's favorite thing. Where do you buy refurbished tech? How yeah, are I know. You? That's, so, that's just... Well, you know, sometimes we've talked about things. We've been doing this podcast like forever. We were one of yep. the first podcasts on the iHeartRadio network. And we have to remember, new audiences all the time. We're so if you're new this week, welcome. Yes, thank you please. for joining thank us. You for joining us. And this show is a little bit about the tech news of the week. What's the buzz during this week? And I think you're going to enjoy it cuz we enjoy giving it to you, so be sure to contact us. Our email is markandmarsha at gmail.com if you have any comments, questions, or tweet us at Marsha Collier or at Real Mark Cohen on Twitter. There you go. So, so Mark, w- I was kind of brokenhearted on our first yeah, story. This is sad. I mean, everybody's heard of uh, Moore's Law. Anybody that's involved in computers and Gordon Moore uh, died at 94. And he was the guy that said initially that your computer chips would double on your uh, board every year. And then apparently later, 10 years later, he changed it to every other year. But that was pretty true for a long time. Well, and he said it would, the size of the all the components would shrink. And if you remember uh, way back in the day when we used to buy extra memory, right. it was a big, exactly. giant thing. When we used to buy an extra hard drive, hard drives were m- much bigger. Oh yeah. Than they are now with the platters and everything and now we have different different formats. Now we're on an SSD. Right. Which is basically if you're not familiar, think of your flash drive and think how that holds all that memory in that little tiny bitty bitty space. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much an SSD. Yeah, exactly. It's digital. The old one recorded on a platter. Think you're carving out a vinyl disc. Well, yeah, exactly. But the problem was, especially in laptops, if you bumped your laptop or something... Oh, that was a problem. you dropped it, and if the uh, stylus hit the platter at any time, you could lose data. It was bad. Oh, was there's no question so about it. so delicate. Mean, yeah. I mean, this is the 50th anniversary of Moore's Law. So, uh, let's see, he was, what, 44 when that happened? Uh, and very smart guy, needless to say. And, uh, you know, they're, I mean, now they're saying, you know, a pocket-sized phone is more powerful than a room full of computers back in the original day. Uh, you know, how are smartphones, how they, the computer of a smartphone is so much smarter than, remember the old days of um, gigantic rooms filled of uh, tapes that recorded oh. all the information? Oh, yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. You know, and think about it, the chip components now have to be lifted up by a pair of tweezers. Yeah, exactly, as opposed to by (laughs) a crane. Right. They're so much tinier than they used to. Uh, There are some who've said Moore's Law ran its course, but I don't know. I think it keeps going, like all this BS about the AI. Oh, Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about that in a minute. I mean, there's so much going on, so many changes. But remember, and this is something I try to think about, 
is the shiny new object syndrome. You'll right. notice this if you pay attention to tech. The minute that they decide to come out with something new, yep. everybody flocks to it. It's like picture a herd of cattle <laughs> yeah, running exactly. to it. And that, their work on it helps develop it. But for people to say this is the be-all and end-all to every new thing oh, is yeah. another story. No, and that's on, on this show, we try to tell you once it's real and to oh, steer yeah. you in the right directions. And by the way, Robert Moore, uh, along with Robert Noyce, founded Fairchild Computer Semiconductor, which I you know, remember in the day. Uh, and then in 1968, they, the two of them founded Intel. Heard of that company before. So he's a very bright guy. Apparently, in uh, 1990, he received the National Medal of Technology. In 2002, he was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which is the highest civilian honor in the United States. So the guy will certainly be missed and did a a tremendous amount, probably more than most ever have done for the computer industry. Yeah, I mean, he, he was amazing. And he was a big philanthropist, too. And if we have time in the show, I'm going to... uh throw in a story about somebody else. If, you ha- if you're working at a nonprofit or you have a nonprofit, uh, Mackenzie Scott, who can't give away her money fast enough. Yes, I mean, exactly. She, she and Jeff Bezos got divorced. Yeah. And so there's half-half. He's in the yacht world. And she, she, she gave CSUN, I think, a couple of years ago, $40 million. Right. Uh, she's got a new thing, just real quick, called an open call for nonprofits. She will make 250 donations of a million dollars apiece for the nice. nonprofits. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I will tell you where you can go to uh, apply Collect your for million it. dollars? Well, you have to apply for it. You have to be legit. You have to have an operating budget. You have to have been in business for a while. And let me see, I'm looking for the name of the company. I think it's called, mm, her company is called Yield Giving, and you can find that at yieldgiving.com. But let me see. If When I find it, I'll announce it, because it is a great opportunity. And I think that if you have a nonprofit, as somebody who's been involved in McKenzie's uh, through CSUN, she she is amazing. I mean, yeah, that's nice. You need the money; she sends it. Yeah. And any nonprofit today, because you know the government isn't doing it all. So yeah, there you go. Hey, so it's always been difficult when you sign up for a subscription service to cancel it. Right, a hundred and seventy. You know, clicks here, click there, till you finally find it, uh, find a way to cancel out of the service. And apparently a three-to-one vote, the FTC has proposed to amend a statute first put in place in 1973 to make unsubscribing easier. They call it the click-to-cancel provision. Now, wait a minute. Uh, this was put in in 1973? Yeah, that was the original so, amendment put in. So what happened to this amendment? Yeah, I guess nobody was paying attention uh, because they just simply now are saying, okay, they've, they've changed the provision from the original what they call the negative option rule, which meant it was a negative, you know, you had to go in and cancel instead of them... If you didn't, they just assumed, well, I want to keep paying $25 a month for something. You have to tell me you don't want to pay $25 a month. So it's called the click-to-cancel to, um, 
to cancel provision. And their premise is if it takes three clicks from Amazon's homepage to subscribe to Amazon Prime, it shouldn't take more than three clicks to cancel it. So, and that makes a lot of sense. Uh, they also proposed a requirement for an annual reminder before a customer is automatically charged. And that's a great and idea. I think that's so important. Yeah. It's so important because... I look for that all the time, and I get really pissed off. And I've been on the phone and called all kinds of names to companies who don't do that, mm-hmm. who just re-up you. So being notified, I think, is important. Yeah, it, it definitely is. It's a great thing to do. And I often find try you know find it difficult if I want to cancel something, where do I go? And then I have to go online. How do I cancel the blah, blah, blah service? And I shouldn't have to do that. I should just as easily as they say be able to cancel as I do subscribe. So that's a good thing. I'm glad to see that they're doing that. By the Uh, way, I want to throw in here real quick. I do have the link if you want to apply for a million dollars for your nonprofit. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, The website is leverforchange.org. And there are deadlines and things. So I recommend you don't, 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 daddle along just get to that website read everything uh you must have an honor uh operating budget of at least a million dollars and no more than five million for at least uh two year two of the last four years to be eligible so Mm -hmm. you have to prove you're legit and to register by may 5th and your final application is due 4 p.m on monday june 12th so i want everybody all my friends all our listeners who can uh, who are interested please take a chance you yeah. could you could yeah, win exactly money. so chat gpt is moving along you know the first hour it came out there were so many well this isn't right and it's giving us wrong answers and you know you'd ask chat gpt uh, for travel information for example and it you know it didn't have it didn't link to other things but apparently now they have changed it around and they're linking it to where you can browse the web, help book airline flights or travel flights. Uh, and uh, Expedia, Kayak, and Instacart are part of it now. So it looks like it's getting smarter and better. We haven't decided yet. Is that a good thing? Oh, we have decided. You, well, you decided. decided. You didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I've been using it. I have been testing it. I'm not because it's part of the research for what I write. But I have been testing it in different real-world applications. And frankly, it spouts nonsense. Absolutely. For example, if you want to know what comes in a certain product and you give the UPC number, yep. which that's the number on the barcode on any right. product, uh, it has yet to give me the right answers. That's interesting. Yeah. And which I one mean, are, are you trying them all? All? Everything well, I like own? Bing. Uh, well, just so you know, tr- I've been working with ChatGPT4 because it's the most popular. Right. Uh, I have been invited by Google to use Bard, which is the new one, and I suspect Bard will be a lot better because Bard will give you footnotes. If you ask, the whole key to all of this are the prompts. The type of questions you ask have to mm-hmm. be very explicit. You know, what is what is what you're doing for? Uh, right. Write a bio for Mark Cohen. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to add in there radio host because there's right. a whole Correct. lot of Mark Cohens. Yeah, exactly. So you have to give it enough information. 
Um, but I'm putting, I'm working mostly, mostly on e-commerce right now and working with chat GPT. And I, frankly, I can't, no, <laughs> it'll yeah. give me like five paragraphs and one is useful. And right. that, that's not that great, but I will be working with Bard. Google uh, sent me an invite, but like I said, I'm waiting and I'm going to, you know, see what Jap- chat GPT morphs into. But I will tell you that with the amount of people using it, and they're talking about making the API public, mm-hmm. which, yeah, ethically, that will be a good thing. But what we forget is there's a world full of people who want to do bad things. Right. And if you let the API, which is the guts of the platform, out for people to use it, I don't know what's going to happen. And there have been reports, <laughs> this is like insane, where, and I saw the screenshots on some guy's computer uh, talking to chat P- GPT, let me out. Oh, I, need, I need a computer to live in. Oh, how funny. Let me out. And it, through the discussion with ChatGPT, it generated code and asked the user to mm-hmm. run that code so it could live in the computer. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, this is like Hal. And let's not forget Hal from the movie 2001. <laughs> Right? Exactly. I mean, you don't need that oxygen. Right? <laughs> uh, no, definitely not. Exactly. So now, when I, you go to chat G- GPT, you're going directly to chat GPT. You're not going through a browser. I, I go through a browser. I mean, go through a browser to get to chat. To chat.openai.com. And I sign in. And my account's there. And every search I've ever done is there. And be damn careful about what you put in this thing because it's it's keeping your information too. Right. I right. do have to tell you something that was really creepy that's kind of like AI. Do you mind if I throw it in here? No, of course. Um, I had a dear aunt who was on the British BBC TV show Mastermind 45 years ago and she right. won. Uh, she was on again this year and she made it into the semifinals. Nice. She had a unique character, and people really loved her. Now, if you Google her name, and and that's on my Facebook page if anybody cares to look, there's stories from around the world. People have just been beside themselves because on the semifinals, the BBC screen went to black after the credits and showed an in-memoriam to my Aunt Anna. Oh, gosh. But, I mean, the amount of stuff on the Internet to show you how stories are picked up, and then the articles get a little hostile. What did she die of? Nobody knows. This is a big mystery. Fans whoa. need to know. And I'm okay. going, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is my 86-year-old aunt. Oh, fans God. need to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I managed to experience the weirdness of the Internet. My Aunt Anna was not a celebrity. Mm-hmm. But she was for a brief moment in time, and people loved her. No, that's. I nice. mean, the comments we've gotten have been amazing. But I mean, how the internet can morph into weirdness. I mean, one newspaper in India even stole a picture off my Facebook page. Oh gosh! Oh, what am I going to do? 
Yeah. Dear mm. India, please take down the pen. I mean, you know. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah. you have to be careful with all new technologies and realize that you are just one step away from badness happening. Be right, careful. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's kind of crazy stuff, but uh, very interesting. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about Twitter. Every day there's something new with Twitter. Now the rumored is that if you are previously verified and you don't pay, and tell me if I'm getting this right, Marcia, they will remove your verification. That's the story, Morning Glory. Yep, okay. Uh, and, you know, uh, large businesses and organizations are going to have to pay a, a thousand a month. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Um, but I got to tell you, Twitter is a, an amazing audience. And I pay, what, $8 a month? Right. It's not a lot. Because I am Twitter blue. And there are a lot of benefits. And let me go through quick benefits here. When I do a post, I have 30 minutes to edit it, which is really nice. Or undo it, which is very useful. Um, There's a creator studio that gives you analytics. You have professional tools where you can monetize your creations. Mm-hmm. You have a link to top articles, which aside from the Twitter trending page that everybody sees, this right. shows you what the people you follow and the people that are following you are interested in, which, you know, that's pretty cool. I have found I like Twitter Blue and because I really enjoy Twitter. I'm sticking. Yeah, it's very, I mean, I'm trying to decide, I guess, if I'm Microsoft, do I really need to spend $1,000 a month, which is nothing, which is two cents to Microsoft, to subscribe so people know I'm the real Microsoft? Yeah, you know, until I, until some guy just like, I think it happened to Pfizer, right. <laughs> decides to uh, make an account that says Microsoft and say well, they're yeah. Microsoft. I mean, that could unhinge the stock market yeah of course Uh, you have to protect your own ip uh it's just you if you're going to be there um and you don't want to pay for it just save your name put in the bio uh i can't afford to pay for twitter blue but this is the real whoever account and uh you can reach me at and point to facebook or something like that I yeah, mean, exactly. You have to protect yourself. This just isn't it's not a game anymore. I you know, I haven't seen the stats other than we talk, we've talked about how many people have signed up and it was a very very small number. I don't know if it's increased at all since I looked at yes, it last. Yes, it has. I I don't have the stats right here. But. Yeah, but it was small. I mean, there are how many Twitter users? Millions, oh, I don't know. Thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> I don't have that number right here sitting. You don't know off the top of your head? How I'm many not, I, you know, I have Within five. Me. Yeah, right. No, I have no idea. But let's just say there's lots, lots of zeros there. So, uh, yeah, it, it's something to watch and we'll report about it. So if you're really into Twitter, mm-hmm. you can try it for a couple of cycles. Right. $8 a month. I know I pay uh, ten dollars a month for Showtime, and that sure ain't giving me my money's worth. So yeah. that's the next yeah. one to go. <laughs> Other than Your Honor, which yeah, does, well, but it's yeah. over. 
It's a well, yeah. Supposedly, maybe they're coming. Well, with Well, I can season. always re up. What, yep, exactly. what else is on Showtime? Where's Billions? What happened to Billions? Billions is coming back. Yeah, and I understand that it's coming back with uh, Damian Lewis, who left the show. So this season, uh, I have a friend who's an actor who's on that show, and he said Damian Lewis is coming back. So he was, you know, the original great star of that series. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully yeah. that's true. I hope it's true, but uh, and this is why they're not announcing when shows are going back because they right. want to keep you on the hook. Yeah. But I think uh, when it gets close to Black Friday or something like that, when they have all the deals, I am moving all my subscriptions onto the Fire Stick so that they're easier to cancel. Right. Yeah. Very okay. interesting. Okay. You have a great something. I here? do. To now is the time of the show where we search the planet, the universe, and Amazon for the buy. This is fun. And, you know, with all the weather conditions going on right now in the world, certainly in the United States, you know, here in uh, California, atmospheric rivers, something we've literally never heard of before. Tornado in Los Angeles. Tornado. Tor- a real live tornado in Montebello, California, which is just, you know, a little suburb of California. And it was tearing the roofs off of buildings. I mean, you never As hear about do. it. As they do. Yeah, it's real, you know, plus all the other weather conditions are going on. So Lacrosse, which is L A C R O S S E technology, been around a long time in making weather devices. And this is a device that one is fun to use, uh, inexpensive, and will give you a bunch of features like outdoor temperature and humidity. It gives you a weather forecast, barometric press- pressure and history, moon phases, multicolored display, atomic time and calendar. Indoor temperatures and humidity. Uh, it gives you an outdoor sensor, so you plug it on the side of your house. And it's it has got a, a cool-looking display, too. Oh, it's a beautiful display. Uh, the, it's got a wireless range of 330 feet, which is pretty good. uses a two, uh, two AA batteries, uh, and it is, gives you humidity and, and all kinds of stuff. So it looks really cool, and it's on sale today at Amazon. It's the LaCrosse Technology S84107. Dash INT color forecast station comes in black. Uh, it normally sells for fifty dollars and ninety seven cents. You can get it today for thirty five dollars and thirty cents with uh, free shipping, and uh, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I Before might you close that. that out, I have to tell you, I have, we have two of those at home. Yeah, how do you like and them? And they do make the perfect Christmas or holiday gift or yeah. Easter gift for somebody you don't know what to get them. Right. And I used to look at them all the time. And during this crazy weather we've been having, oh yeah, I, I I'm more into you know, give me a little Dallas rains. That's that's right, one exactly. of our weather <laughs> exactly. forecasters in Los Angeles who is so excited about the rain. He gets so emotional yeah, about exactly. everything that happens. He's the best. But. I haven't looked at it when we've had weather. It's more like I oh, look funny. at it longingly when, you know, it's hot or, you know, because that's yeah, the right. only weather we ever have, hot or cold. Yeah, exactly. But uh, oh. they're great to have. Really they're fun to have. Time. And ordinarily for me, I use my, I take my phone, if I want to see what's going on, I take my phone, I go into KTLA, which is the local station here in LA. I go into the weather app, then I take another, you know, so it takes me six steps to get there. With this, you pretty much just have to glance at the screen. Yeah, and that weather app is sucking data out of your phone. You really need to go in and double check what it's adding right, lately. Right, exactly. Exactly. So, anyway, that's the. And how uh, much is it? It is $35.30, and that is marked down, thank you, from five, uh, $50.97. 
And by the way, it has 4,389 ratings on Amazon, which is enough to make sure that those are actually real. Well, hell, I just told you that we have two, yeah, so exactly. that ought to do it. <laughs> yeah, four and a half stars, uh, virtually four and a half stars out of five. So uh, that's kind of fun, and that is our buy of the week. Uh, TikTok. <sighs> okay, well, we need to talk yeah. about TikTok, and it's, it's not just the state of Utah. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? Before we do, t- I'm sorry, I skipped. We wanted to talk about social media laws for minors. Well, that's what this is. <laughs> uh, well, there's well, there's two different. Uh, there's a p- banning TikTok story and also about changing social media things. But go uh, ahead. Uh, well, I, I wrote that mainly because there are states putting law laws in action, really seriously, that. For example, in the state of Utah, yep. that minors, if they want to use social media, they have to verify their age when they create a profile, right. obtain parental consent for anyone under the age of 18, and they'll have a digital curfew between 10.30 p.m. and 6.30 a.m. Now, there are other states doing this, right. which is why, why I use this as my only store, a story, and you, you can add into that. Yeah. Um, the EFF says it's dangerous, Bill. And again, our whole country is running around with their heads on fire because I personally believe that no child should be on the Internet, uh, especially I've seen toddlers watching tablets. Right. And... Uh, what they don't learn by sitting and watching a screen, remember our parents used to cut our TV time. They need to be doing things with their hands. They need to be digging holes in the yard. They need to be doing all sure. kinds of things. Yeah, out in the and sun. They're not doing it, and this is dangerous to them. And let's face it, after age 12, well, maybe after age 10, you can figure your way around anything. Now, I know that when I was a kid, I could have figured out if I could get hands on a picture of a driver's license, mm-hmm. I could have easily cut out a photo, put it on there. I mean, oh, I yeah. could have faked ID for age. Yeah, of course. And, and B, I'd save up money, $40, and buy a burner phone. My parents would never know the difference. Right, exactly. So I'm thinking that the laws need to be toward the social platforms, and moderating the content. If you look for it, there's enough porn on Twitter to curl your toes. Right. Or, or straighten anything else. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, I don't look for it, but I know it's there because occasionally it pops up and I go, oh, my goodness. Yes, exactly. Uh, In an inappropriate time when your husband walked into the room. Well, n- n- no, but <laughs> no. <laughs> But the uh, point is, it's there. And it should be the job of the companies to moderate their content. Yeah, And exactly. this is where I think it all falls out. They're going to have penalties in Utah, like $250,000 fine for the use of addictive design features. Mm-hmm. Oh, please. And up to 2500 per exposed child. Prove it in court. Yeah. Prove it. Yeah. Prove that you've got addictive design features. Um, these are laws being made on technology by people who don't know technology and frankly don't understand how kids will get around it. Yeah, exactly. 
Now, your opinion, Mark. Well, no, I mean, I think that you, you know, I, I started the show 22 years ago, hard to believe. And ever since the Internet was created, enough where the average person used it, I and have the been hard warned. drive was a chisel on a rock. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. <laughs> Moses and I did it together, yeah. actually. And um, I have been saying to parents on the air, watch over your children when they're on the internet. Don't just assume that everything's cool. And, and nobody you know, gotten... the hell listened to you. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people didn't, as as you know, you can see with all the things that are going on, on the internet today. And I said, restrict your kil- children's time on the internet. Make sure you're looking at their browsing history. You know, do all the things you're supposed to do. And it's not, it's not that you're trying to be invasive into your children's life. You're just trying to protect them. And I think this is a crucially important. You know, we've heard enough stories about young uh, kids being lured to meet somebody in a parking lot because they think it's another kid and it's a predator. Oh, my God. And that is happening more and more and yeah. more. It's incredibly frightening. And uh, just be careful. And, you know, if your kids don't like it, here's what I say. Too bad. And just so I can give parents an alternative. Mm-hmm. Amazon makes tablets just for kids. Yes, restricted tablets. That restricts that restricts the usage through you can go in there and make your own decisions as you, you know, as you right. want them to go in, but they have all kid-oriented content. And again, even if you do buy a kids tablet and I think I got to hand it to Amazon. I think they've done an excellent job. Yeah, they have a real nice kids tablet. And you, they start at 99 bucks for kids mm-hmm. 3 to 7. Um which I wouldn't I'd wait till they were 8, but that's just me. Okay. But, but the point is these are deliberately designed for young children. Yes. And they are. tend to keep them safer. So bravo to Amazon for that. Yeah. And, and there's, uh, by the way, there's nothing wrong with kids using computers and using them for, you know, formation and using it for schooling and, and other things. It's just the rest of the stuff you have to be uber careful with. I'm and, sorry. Like I said, I have seen too many toddlers these days, toddlers sitting with a screen on their asses. Right. Doing nothing. And whether they're looking at bad content or not is not the problem. No. True. They're not doing anything, and yeah. they're not learning to read. They're they're not they're not putting Sesame Street on there. No, <laughs> right? Yeah. So uh, so that's that story. So please pay attention to that because it's extremely important. Uh, when we're talking about banning TikTok, yeah, and you know they're saying WeChat might be next, which has 19 million users, and you know the fears are that these are Chinese companies that will suddenly be getting our technology or, or you, you know, spying otherwise. What's, what's your take on this? <sighs> yeah, they're spying. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. The, wait a minute. Oh, my goodness. What will happen? Let me see. There's somebody at the CCP that's observing data. Now, in the Twitter files, which were released, we didn't need a FISA notice for it. Right. Um, Elon Musk turned over old email files to reporters. Mm-hmm. And our FBI had people in Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Right. They do the same thing. What is it? We want only our government to be able to spy on people? And let's face it, 
our government spying on us, to me, is more of a danger. What's the Chinese government going to do to me? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, so there's that. Okay, so yeah, there is a fear, but we need to be more fearful of the fact that our government is monitoring everything and do have their sticky little fingers into everything that's posted. You know, I didn't realize this. Uh, U.S.-owned messaging apps like WhatsApp and Signal are actually banned in China. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize And there's that. a reason for that. Yeah. You know, I spent a lot of time in China. I worked with a company called Huawei. Yeah. Which, spying or not, whatever... I think they, they proved their case. They had more international patents than almost any other company. So, no, they didn't steal technology. Right. Maybe they took it took it apart and made better, but that's not the story here. Our story here is messaging. And in China, there is an app. I have it on my phone called WeChat. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Chinese government monitors everything on there. And for Someone who lives in China, you'd best be careful as to what you put on there. Right. But the best thing about WeChat, which I think is a fabulous platform, is there's a blog site. Mm -hmm. And Bill Gates is on there. So I get to read Bill Gates' blog. It's published in English and Chinese. So lots of blogs. There's a social platform like Twitter, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Instagram, where you could post your pictures. And there's a pl- payment platform, which is amazing. And the payment platform portion is what e- Elon Musk is trying to put into Twitter, which was would be genius. Because before PayPal, he invented a site called X.com. I was a member of X.com. And it was a payment platform. And it was great. And I didn't particularly like the name. I'm going, well, what's this X.com? When it turned to PayPal, I felt so much better. Uh, But in one uh, platform, in one app to have all, you can order, let's say, an Uber in in China. It's a DD car. Mm -hmm. But you can order a car. You can pay your bills. um, You can do teleconferencing with a doctor. All through this one app, it's all built into the app. You don't have to, like on Apple, sideload other apps to help. You know, like when you have the Apple Watch, you have to sideload a bunch of apps to get all kinds of things. You don't have to sideload Jack. It is one app called WeChat, and Mm -hmm. it's the super app of all times. And yeah, I'm sure People's Republic of China, they're, they're getting all the information. One of the, and they heavily censor the app. But if you're just living your life and using it, the problem is if they ban WeChat, it is the only lifeline that many people have who left China and came to America and still have family over there. Mm-hmm. So that's it's difficult. I mean... Uh, they have 150 million active users in the U.S. on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how many? I can't even fathom how many WeChat people there are. Because oh, yeah, I there's... know everybody I know who's Chinese has it, and they taught. This is their way to communicate with friends. 
So yeah, I hope they don't do, they don't carry things too far. Yeah, exactly. Because there is no um, way around if you cut off that lifeline. Yeah, be very interesting to see what happens going forward, and everybody's involved in this. Um, okay, so the, the, the battle goes on, the messaging battle with iPhone versus Android, and, you know, the the iPhone users don't want to have anything to do with the way, they don't want to lose the little bubble that when you type in a message on an iPhone, you see your friend is messaging, and it comes in blue, and sadly, you people who have Androids have that ugly green color, so... Well, by the way, in the new UI of Android phones, it can be just any color you oh, want it to. Oh, it can? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it have a bubble, though? Can you see the person writing? Yeah. Okay, so if it does have a little bubble. If you're using the RCS, which is the latest, mm-hmm. yeah, you see all that. One of my friends has picked brown for their chat. Hideous. Understand. Well, but, you know, it's, it's brown. They yeah, like okay. it. Whatever. Right. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, you see different colors. And yes, you see when they're typing. And yes, there's read receipts. But I don't know if you've ever tried to share an image or a video between an iPhone and an Android. Mm -hmm. Um, Apple has set it up so that that experience totally sucks. You can't do it. It just... Mark, if if you had any idea, if I was going to see you in person, I'd have you send me a... 10-second video. Right. It's terrible. It's a terrible experience. So you might want to go, if you're an Android user, to www.sunbirdapp.com. Right now there's a waiting list for Android users. Mm -hmm. What Sunbird does, it will be free because the developers are just sick and tired of children being harassed in school. Mm-hmm. Because they have an Android, and and I do have to say that the, there's a lot of bias and rudeness going on between Android and iPhone, and I don't like it. Uh, you know, I I don't think it can do any good to anything. Well, it's very first of all, it's very silly uh, over a stupid messaging app. I mean. I use an iPhone. I like the messaging. I like the way I can see something. Now, I think on Android, it does not tell you whether your message has been delivered, or does it do that now? Uh, yeah. If you're on okay. RCS, yeah. You, okay, so, so the new you one know, you can do. RCS has been designed spectacularly. So okay. do not go to the Google Play Store and download a Sunbird app, because that's a fake one. Oh, Okay, that has adware, etc. You mm-hmm. have to go to the Sunbird website, which I gave you, sunbirdapp.com, mm-hmm. and get on the waiting list because they are still kind of testing. And once you've uploaded that to your phone, nobody's going to know you're on an Android. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's a sad thing. It is. Well, it's, I think it's we're, we're running close out of time. Should we talk about some movies and TV? Absolutely. We need to get to that. Um, all right, so I will, I'll give a couple of the movies, Marsha, you can talk about TV. Uh, these are the top moving stream, uh, top 10 movies streaming. Uh, the one that we've talked about, which is everything everywhere at once, which no one I've ever talked to liked the movie or right? lasted right? more than 30 wait, wait minutes. Wait a minute. And there were so many other movies yeah. that were entertaining and wonderful. I have not seen everything, whatever. I'm not gonna. Because I got spooked out by the stretchy fingers. You're right. 
synopsis. Yeah, I just, to me, I just, I couldn't watch it. I, literally 20, 30 minutes of it, and they raved, and it won the Best Picture of the Year, and Jamie Lee Curtis won the Oscar, and the other actors oh, in Oh, for hell's sake, uh, Wakanda Forever, uh, Angela Bassett did such a great job. Well, she's wonderful. She's a wonderful actor. And she loses to that role that, I'm sorry, Jamie Curtis, we're not friends, so I can be <laughs> honest. Yeah, you, you weren't that you weren't that great. They gave it to you because you're, you've been in the industry forever. Well, I, you know, I'm not going to comment about that, but well, you, she, she did have she, a very touching speech. She may be a friend of yours, but she's not a friend of mine. And I'm no, sure I'm, she was glad to get it. And, and yeah. I think that's, Oh, yeah. She, yeah. she looked up at the sky and thanked her parents, who both yeah, have won Oscars, exactly. Tony Curtis and Jenna But Lynn. this was not the performance of hers. No. I, yeah. Well, I can't really tell you, because I only... Did you watch the, actually the entire film? No, I, I read reviews a lot before I look at anything. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Although I always read the uh, the... Uh, the you and me review, not the movie critics, because I just don't believe the movie I read critics. Google reviews. I find those to yeah. be more of. So tell me, in the top ten list, is there anything else that you've watched? Well, I watched. Uh, I watched Luther, and how which was is, that? Which was good. It was. It was very entertaining. What is it? Um, it's a story about a ex-con who's taken out of uh, prison to help uh, find a. I think it was a serial killer. And it's with, and I'm just trying to, oh gosh, uh, Adir, uh, Adiris Elba, who is a terrific actor, uh, really like him, and, and, I, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, Boston Strangler, I haven't watched that yet. And Marsha, that doesn't sound like your kind of movie, so I don't know if you're mm. going to watch that. But mm. I intend to. But if you don't want to watch the Boston Strangler, you might want to watch Puss in Boots. I want to tell you that I have heard more positive things about Puss in Boots from people that you'd never expect to watch Puss How in funny. Boots. So, you know, yeah, that's going to be kind of interesting. And then the um, Babylon, which I started to watch, it's like three and a half hours, I think. And it's got every, you know, Hollywood star in it. And I don't think it's done, uh, you know, from a uh, review point of view, I don't think it's gotten the greatest reviews in the world. Uh, and it's got, like I say, it's got Brad Pitt in it and Margot Robbie, and uh, you can stream it on uh, Paramount Plus if you want to. So that's one that talks about the rise and fall of, you know, kind of uh, depravity in early Hollywood. Well, let me jam real quick and yeah. give you top TV shows Please. because I watch TV shows rather than long movies. Yep. The Last of Us. Great show. My review. It was great. Don't watch the last two episodes if you don't want to be bummed to the max. <laughs> it's coming uh, that's back, number one. Yep. Uh, number three is Ted Lasso, yep. which it, it's full of joy. I love it. It's. Have you have, seen it this season? We yes, just, we have now. We now yeah. have a uh, bad guy in the yep. show. Yeah. And the architecture and the set design. Have you watched it, Mark? I have. Yeah, I watched both that of yesterday. If you uh, look, and I Luther, not Luther. What's the husband's name who owns the team? Oh, uh, yeah, I can't think of his name. Uh, whatever. To make him look evil, they made the window of his office round, and <laughs> it looks like Darth Vader looking out the Death Star. Oh, how funny. I didn't so, notice that, but that's funny. That's big. And number five, The Mandalorian. Everybody loves The Mandalorian. Excellent. I love that show. Everybody loves Baby Yoda. Yep. Uh, and number eight is Shrinking, which is a it's about people who get too involved in other people's lives. Yeah, well, they're therapists. Well, and... but they get too involved. They cross lines. Right, exactly. It's a great show. I just it's watched it. It's a great show. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's not a long show. No. It stars uh, Harrison Ford and I forget. Jason Segel. Jason Segel. Yeah. Uh, it, 
I think it's great. It's great. And Wildly I think entertaining. Yeah. And uh, there is a season two coming of Shrinking. So uh, if you get involved, and it's it's an easy watch. Yeah, I mean, season could, two, I'm watching it already. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then Poker Face, which has been a very entertaining show. They call it a cross between Columbo and I think it was, uh, oh, what was the... Oh gosh, I can't remember. It's uh, he. Beca- she. Be- it's a, y- a young girl who can tell if you're lying. If you say something to her, and you're lying, she'll know it. Anyway, that's entertaining, and that's nobody it. Nobody can us. see us on the show. You know, they can't <laughs> tell if we're lying, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> hey, everybody, have a great week. Uh, we'll see you next weekend. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio and all of the local networks, iHeartRadio and iTunes. Come back and listen and tell your friends. Like us and review. See you next Sunday. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication. Global food for thought.